You're listening to All The Things with Shams and Bex. Hello. Hi. 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 So how are you? I'm good. I'm just really proud of myself for making it through the whole week. Yes. <laughs> so how was your week? What happened? Yeah. So it was my first week back subbing since summer. Um, and I took a job that was Monday through Friday. Like it was the same class for the whole week. There's not always a lot of those. Um, mm-hmm. And so I did get one. And usually when I take a job that long, like I have an idea of like who the class is, like with the teacher and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no idea because obviously school just started, what, like three weeks ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a couple kids in that class that were rough. Um, just I think, and honestly, honestly, I don't even think it's so much like when it's like one kid, like with whatever you're dealing with, with one kid. I think it's like when you have the combination of all the different things, right? Right. It wasn't even that it was so bad, right? Like, I mean, I talked to you about some of it, but it wasn't that I couldn't handle it or it was so awful that I was like, oh my God, this is the worst week ever. I was just so tired by the end of the week. Like I was exhausted. And I literally left thinking like, I don't know how teachers do Monday through Friday, week after week after week for months yes. at a time because I was completely exhausted at the end of the week and all the teachers were like, you made it. Good job. You got to Friday. Yes. It's <laughs> um, exhausting. It is. It's very exhausting. It really is. And so, um, but I made it. And honestly, I was expecting a little bit worse because, you know, when you go in, certain classes and you have certain students with certain things usually you are told ahead of time like hey just so you know um be prepared that this is what you could be dealing with um and I was prepared for worse than what I right so that was good it was good that it wasn't as bad as I was prepared for um so but yeah and then I also got into like a little thing with a parent not like in person but I had to like send a note to them because their child was dressed inappropriately oh no one like you know like sometimes you're like really kids really get written up for that you know no this kid was wearing like a one-piece jumpsuit and the front was cut low the back was cut low the straps were falling off of her shoulders and then in the jumpsuit on her hip area was holes on both sides like they were oh no and I, like, a couple of the other teachers made comments, too, like, what is she wearing? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I got to bring her to the front office because, you know, especially when you sub, like, you don't want all of a sudden a principal to see that you have a kid and then you never reported something. Right. So they written up. I just had to walk her to the office and, like, get a t-shirt for her to, like, cover the top portion. Right. I personally, because I remember when Kylia was, like, kindergarten or first grade, she wore something to school that wasn't in the dress code I don't remember Mm -hmm. if her shorts were too short or her shirt was too short or something or I think it was spaghetti straps she she wore something that wasn't in the dress code and they had to give her something and no one contacted me to tell me why she had something else on than what I sent her with 
So oh, geez. I thought it was important to write a note to the mom to let her know why her child was coming home with a t-shirt on. Yeah. And so I did. I just said, hey, just wanted to let you know that. And this is also like usually subs don't contact parents. But again, I had her all week and I wasn't calling her. I was just leaving a note. So I was like, hey, your kid, um, her outfit today was not appropriate for school. And, you know, this is why her straps are falling off her shoulders. I guess they say that it's not appropriate if it interrupts with their learning. Uh-huh. Her straps falling off her shoulders 100% interrupt yeah. learning because she has to keep fixing it right yeah so I just told her why told her the reasons um and I guess that made the mom really upset because then the next day she called the principal and what she told she said that in no way then she wrote a two-sided page note like oh, listing God. a bunch of other stuff that I guess her kids been dealing with that like we never noticed all week and I even after I told the teacher the teacher's like yeah the mom's told me those things and I have not noticed any of that happening but, like, um, I think she was just upset that I sent a note about her wearing. She said her outfit absolutely was not inappropriate. And so then, so I brought, so the note, I had my TA bring the note to the front office lady who also said her outfit was appropriate because she's the one that I asked, is this okay for her to wear? And yeah. Are you kidding me? That was 100% inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that was the first time I've had to deal with a parent, but I was like, yeah, this is why I don't teach. Cause I had teachers like at the end of the week, they're like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I heard you teaching. You're doing such a great job, whatever. Are you sure you don't want to teach? And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. Because one of the reasons is I never wanted to come up with my own curriculum. And the other reason is I don't want to deal with parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parents are really hard. Yeah. But whatever. I made it through the week. And then we also had to deal with Koa because he's not listening in class. So that's been every day he comes home with a note in his calendar about how he's talking, not listening, touching other kids, rolling around on the carpet. Like every day it's something different. And I'm just like, come on now, please. Like, like, can we just get it together? I mean, I know. Right. I know he's tired by the end of the day because I said all of the behaviors are after lunch. Um, uh-huh. But still, I'm just like, come on, Koa. Like, I talked you up about how sweet and, like, just such a great kid you are. And you just, you're just not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks. <laughs> right? Oh, no. It could be so hard. Yeah. But that's, whatever. It was a fine week. What about you? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so proud I made it. Um, we had a, it was just an interesting week. Um, ugh, as I'm yawning, um, I think just across the board, like me and my team were just kind of exhausted by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have any, I mean, well, that's not true. We had like a big incident on one day, but it, it just, we, we all rolled with it. I have such a good team. It's fine. Um, but I think overall, we were all just, like, so exhausted by the end of the week. Um, and Friday happened to be Fall Fest, which is so much fun. So great. It's the festival that our school puts on where we do, you know, silent auctions. They have a DJ out there doing um, music and stuff for the kids, bounce houses. The gym is full of different games for the kids to play um and it's just such a good night it's just such a long week 
And some of those teachers, oh my goodness, they come, they teach. Um, thankfully, Fridays we only have half a day, but then they're there again because Fall Fest starts at 5.30 and goes until 8 o'clock at night. And they're there helping um, either run games or helping with check-in. And then they're helping after. So it's just such a long thing. I'm so thankful for the teams that hang around and do it because I did not. <laughs> I showed up for yeah. Fall Fest, but I left. I was like, ah, I'm not doing this. Um, so anywho, it was a really, it was a really good week. Um, and it was just really special for one of the times that Kennedy, so I had Kennedy and then our friend, her twins and her little one, who's the same, um, about six months older than Kennedy. I had Kennedy and one of the twins and we were in the gym and I just got to have a really sweet connection with one of the kids that typically just has a hard time doing school. He just really has a hard time doing school and I get it. Um, but it's so nice when you have those opportunities to not be the behavior person. You can just see them as who they are. Um, he was just so unbelievably sweet and kind to not only my little girl, but all the kids that came through his game line. And it was just such, such a really nice experience to have with him outside of class. Cause he's not bad by any means. It's just, I'm, I feel like I'm the nagger because I'm constantly giving redirection, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was nice to not have to do that and just see his personality shine. And it gave me like a, just an extra recharge and a different way to see him, which is such a beautiful thing that I really enjoy. So overall, it was great. It was really ups and downs and ups and downs. But you know what? The roller coaster ride overall was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, why do you have Fall Fest already? But I forgot that Utah has a very small sliver of, yeah. like, between summer and winter. There is not yeah. a whole lot of time between there. And to be honest, by October, mid-October, you guys could possibly have cold weather. Oh, we do. Yeah, usually. Yeah, but yeah. I did hear that your fall might be longer this year. Oh, God, I hope so. God, I sure hope so. Um, it's winter so last right, year was awful for you guys. It was brutal. It just sucked. Everything about it sucked so, so hard. Um, it, I'm hoping so right now it's still pretty warm. Um, like end of the day, it's still 80, 85. So it's still pretty doggone warm. Um, but it's expected to kind of go down and that's pretty normal with Utah. Like we get, September, the first, usually the first two weeks of September are freaking hot. Third week of September, by the end of the week, we feel that chill in the air. We get it for a week and a half and then it's October and it's cold and windy. And then it's November and it starts snowing already. So yeah, for us, fall fest is like, fall is like two weeks long. Yeah. And it's such a bummer because it's just either freaking cold, which fall is crisp, not cold. There's a difference. Right. And so we only get that for a short, short opportunity. So I'm hoping that our fall kind of lingers around. Do you guys have fall weather right now or is it still warm? So right now it's really nice out. It's actually really, really beautiful. It's super sunny out and 
we actually have been able to turn off our air and we're just using like fans and stuff. It's really nice weather today. So I think we're actually going to go take a hike today with the kids and just enjoy being outside for a little bit. Hmm. That'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff I want to do before um, everything's covered in snow. So, yeah. Yes. And then what did you do today? Tell me about that thing you went to. Uh, it was the, so the kids went last year with my mother-in-law. I don't know why I didn't go. I don't know if I didn't like, I think I was out of, I was out of town. I was last year around this time I was with my mom in Tennessee, which I had like all my reminders today that we went to Graceland, um, today, uh, what, yeah, last year. Um, but anyway, it's a pirate, um, like. I don't know, the pirate walk, I think it's called. And it's at the park right across from the kids' school. And there's just a bunch of people that are dressed like pirates. And they, it was cool. They actually, like, slept there last night. So they had all these really cool setups where it looked like, like, when you watch, um, what is the name? Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, like when you're at the port and people have like their setup for selling things yeah. and there's nets hanging and stuff like that, like the way the pirates would have things set up or whatever. That's exactly yeah. what it looked like. It was really oh, cool. cute. Like all the little tents that were set up looked like pirates just uh, kind of like lived there and sold from there and they were all dressed up. And it's so cute because they have a scavenger hunt for the kids and mm-hmm. the kids have to find the different characters. So oh, that's fun. You have to walk around the whole area to try to find the pirates and where they are and have them sign your little paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, sorry, excuse me. They have a show. Uh, they had a show this morning where they uh, shot off cannons and guns. So they did that. And then at 1 o'clock, which we left before that, but at 1 o'clock they had like a ship. Uh, like a whole ship battle show on the river right there because the park is it's called Belleville River Walk um, yeah right there on the river and so um, they're had doing like a whole show there and they had <clears throat> food and drinks and vendors um, and then at the end when the kids finish the scavenger hunt they get to go turn in their paper and they give them a bag full of jewels like gold coins and jewel like the fake little jewel rings and stuff like that um so that's really cute and it's a free event that you don't have to pay for to go to and do um and so that was really fun we I had forgotten about it and then I saw the reminder this morning on Facebook and I was like oh yeah that's happening today so we jumped in the car took the kids down so they could do it for a little bit met up with um their aunt my niece and uh my Mm in-laws like uh all you know walked around and stuff so cute fun yeah the kids really liked it It was just cool because people show up and like they have a costume contest so people show up in full-blown costumes oh cool all look like real pirates and there was a guy and he actually had a real peg leg oh my gosh so kylie was like (laughs) kylie was like is that real And he's like, oh yep, my gosh. I lost my leg. An alligator ate my leg. <laughs> <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I and wonder I if that's had, true. Um, 
Yeah, they had like a fake Smee and a fake uh, Jack Sparrow and um, is it Blackbeard? Yeah. Yeah, they had like those people there. Then they had a chick and she was like swallowing a sword. Like it was really, it was cute. It was fun. Um, So yeah, we went and did that for a couple hours this morning. Um, But yeah, and then we have a pool party in uh, like three hours. Very fun. It'll be super fun. Excited. But it's still a nice like chill weekend, which I needed. And I don't have so far, I don't have any jobs for next week. So I'm just like, all right, well, if I don't get any, then I'll just enjoy the rest. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, what, what, what are we, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, since we're in fall and we know that, which I'm actually surprised we haven't done this before, Becca. Like, I know that we talked about, I think we talked about like what to have in your stash, like prepared with if something went down like a hurricane or a storm or you got stuck at home, like when COVID was happening. I think we talked about like some things that were good to have at home, I think. Yeah. Were you talking about? a couple things from the medical standpoint uh, yeah. to have on hand, but I, we've never talked about natural remedies at home. No, like no for sickness. Um, and, uh, I kind of was thinking about it cause I was scrolling through TikTok, and there's a lady on there, which I do want to share with you guys. Um, because I'm just blown away watching her talk. Like she, I don't know. I don't think she's a doctor. I think she's just a naturopath. But she has every remedy ever for anything. Like, if do you, you mean Barbara? Any... Oh, let me see. The old lady. She is an old lady. Yeah. Let yeah, me... it's yeah. Barbara. I be... Yeah, I believe she is a doctor. Is she? Yeah, Doctor so, Barbara. I've just started kind of seeing her videos and kind of like I haven't learned about her. I've just been watching. I did look her up quickly to kind of just see like if she actually had like, uh, you know, I don't know, like a real following and stuff like that. Um, right. But cause the page is called raw awakenings mm-hmm. and on TikTok, So it doesn't even have her name on it. And I don't know. I think they just take her videos and they post them because I believe so. Yeah. Other people too. Um, but she's amazing. Yes. She has like a remedy for anything. You have headaches, you have kidney stones, you just found out you have cancer. (laughs) Yeah. She has a remedy for everything, which I do. I do think that there probably is ways to cure pretty much almost anything, but I think that there's just not enough info about it because obviously in our world, everything is medication. Right. Um, And there's also so much crap in everything that we eat and breathe. Yes. Fortunately, I think that when you get, if you do get a major illness, um, it just spreads and it just continues to breed because we're just surrounded by so much gunk. Correct. Um, yeah. That I just, I, I don't know. It, I think it's like near impossible these days to really like work on things like a hundred percent natural. Um, but I just love, I love watching her. She talks a lot, which one of the one uh, remedies I want to share is she'll talk about like cutting up and which I had already known. If you cut an onion and like 
put it in the room with you, they say that an onion will gather all of the bad bacteria. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why they say that if you do cut an onion and you have leftover, that you really should not leave it in your fridge for more than one or two days because you could actually get sick if you leave an open onion in your fridge and then consume it any longer than that. Like any more than two days because of all the bacteria that onions collect. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I always knew that, but like I saw she had, uh, she'll tell you like to cut an onion and put a raw piece of onion just like on the bottom of your foot. I think she even says to like dice it up and maybe put it in like a cheesecloth, but some kind of cloth and put it at the bottom of your foot and put a sock over it. And like, if you are coughing, um, it should take care of the cough, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. It's so, it's so crazy, but yeah, I didn't know you knew about her. Yes. I love Barbara. I don't do all the things that she says right now I'm doing fermented garlic so I'll be getting that all done today and then explain what that is so fermented garlic so um there's a specific property inside garlic that once you cut the garlic or if you wound the garlic so if you cut it into small pieces or if you want to keep the clove as it is stab it with a fork a couple of times what happens is the garlic starts to release um, a compound that can, when you put it with, if you take it whole, it works just as well, but a lot of people will ferment it in honey. So you take your garlic cloves, you either chop them up if you want to just have smaller pieces or keep them whole, but make sure that they are bruised with a pork. Um, you put it in a mason jar, fill it up with honey, and what you do is you will burp it for about two weeks. So you'll just take the cap off, let the pressure come out. And then once you've done that, you can store it for four to six weeks. Once it's fermented, you give kids a teaspoon of the honey. So they don't have to consume the garlic per se, but you just give them a teaspoon of the fermented honey. And it has all of those properties from the garlic in it, which is really, really good for cold and flu season, immunity, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm starting that. that around a lot. Um, I was curious what it tasted like. My kids are, like, so picky. Yeah. Um, I could get them to do it maybe once, but then if it, like, is funky, I'd never be able to get them to do it again. Yeah. And see, for me, like, if I'm not feeling good, the other day I was just kind of just blah. I um, was cooking, and I poked a clove of garlic, and I just swallowed it. Like, I waited the 10 minutes that you need to, and then I just swallowed it. Yeah. I mean, they say that garlic is good for so many things it is so good for you yeah ginger too yes ginger like just eating it raw they say is really good for your kidneys yes uh, it's good for so heart. much I think it's good for your heart too mm-hmm. uh, and so i don't know um cayenne pepper i know she yep. talks a lot about cayenne pepper and how it can heal stomach ulcers mm-hmm because it's not cayenne pepper is not really a pepper she says she just says it's like an herb yeah yeah and it's it's one of the um best things for your blood to circulate Mm -hmm. so it actually works as i believe it works as a vasodilator which means that it actually dilates the vessel so it helps with circulation so that's why she says if somebody's having chest pain give them cayenne pepper first 
like because it's a vasodilator so it should be dilating all of those vessels to help whatever blockage is causing them that pain interesting yeah that's awesome yeah uh the other thing my mom used to have us do all the time like if we were just uh just like a cold she would give us she would put honey on a spoon um squeeze some lemon and put cayenne pepper sprinkle cayenne pepper on it and you swallow that and do that a couple times a day and it's supposed to just like clear out all the gunk in your chest mm-hmm. have you ever seen where people will get like a gauze and they will crush up garlic um and i think it's honey and they they spread it on the gauze and stick it on your chest and it's supposed to like draw all the mucus out yes yes that's a good one too yeah there's i've also heard i've also been told um mustard is really good for that too mustard like you put it on the chest or yeah no like you can put it on your chest too like if you're not a fan of vicks or if there's you know because there's a lot of stuff in that um you can do like a mustard pack as well oh nice yeah it's just not the most fun because I think that one burns a little bit more than the honey oh. and the garlic or ginger that you're going to put on your chest. Oh, interesting. We do a lot of Vicks in our house. If we're sick, that stuff is on the chest, on mm-hmm. the back, on the feet, under the nose. <laughs> right. It's everywhere. I used to have friends growing up, like, because Filipino moms are pretty funny. They would, like, eat it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Oh, wait, yeah, I think, I think Joe Coy actually made a joke about it one time. Yes, and it's just, it's, like, I would prefer to just be able to get, like, the consumable oil, you know, like, spearmint or whatever um, instead, but, yeah, you, I guess, people, yeah, people eat this. Yeah. I can't. No. So gross. Um... We, yeah, for our kids, like, and there was actually one that you've shared before about marshmallows. Oh, yeah, the marshmallow root is good for sore throat. Yeah, and I do that with my kids, like, if they have coughs, just do their throat before they go to bed to help with the cough. I give them a teaspoon of honey, and I give them some marshmallows. Oh, good. And um, it's because you, like, told that one time, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize, and it works. Yeah, my kids. I'm sure that marshmallow root would be better because that's like more natural than marshmallows. Um, I actually really want to try to make my own marshmallows. I've been seeing a lot of videos of people doing it, and I'm like, I should try that. Oh, how fun! Yeah, Um, that's so fun. What is the other thing? How's that the um. Crushed up garlic on the feet help too. Um, what about bringing down fevers? So I've actually been doing a lot of research into like naturally bringing down fevers. And one of the things that I was looking into is more about hydration. So instead of going to Tylenol, getting your kids in a lukewarm bath, so not really like not hot, just really lukewarm, getting them into lukewarm baths, giving them coconut water because it's more hydrating. And then um, doing the honey and the cayenne pepper because 
the fever is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So not to kind of dull the fever so that whatever that fever is signaling can still ruminate, Mm -hmm. but to hydrate them so they have better help in removing whatever the source of that fever is. Yeah, those are my, those are my go-to. So actually the next time we go to either Walmart or Sam's or whatever, I'm getting us a case of coconut water just to have on hand. So I don't have to think about it and run out if God forbid, you know, somebody gets a fever, but also I want to have on hand coconut water because of the adrenal cocktails that I've been seeing that are so good for just kind of the morning or at night to just replenish your body and give it what it needs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start doing that as well. That would be good. And they say that like, cause I think it was always a thought process that you should get people to sweat when they have a fever, right? The fever, but supposedly that is not what's best. Like you shouldn't have really warm, hot stuff on mm-hmm. blankets on you. Like you, if you, if you're cold, like, cause sometimes you shiver, right. When you have a fever, so if you're cold, like it's okay to do like a sheet or a light blanket. Um, and you should always have like thinner, cooler clothes on. Right. Not try to get someone because that can sometimes backfire and just make them even hotter. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I actually have a question and I hope you can answer it for me. So I have been wanting to make tinctures, right? Because... There's so many things that they're good for, and I just have really been wanting to have those on hand. However, when I get a recipe for one, it says, like, how much you can give to a child, Mm -hmm. but correct me if I'm wrong, you're making that tincture with 80 proof, if not more, alcohol? Mm -hmm. So So a tincture should be 100 100 proof alcohol. How is it safe? for the kids to ingest that? That's a great question. Because aren't they just drinking straight alcohol? Yeah. But isn't it usually like just a couple drops? Yeah, it's like a couple drops or like yeah, yeah, like a teaspoon max. A teaspoon? Yeah. Yeah, like when you you mix it with honey and all that stuff and everything else that's in it. I think because it is drops and not like full-blown like do you know what I mean like it's not you're not giving them like a bunch to drink it should usually tinctures are drops so I don't yeah. think that it causes really anything because it's a drop do you know what I mean like I don't think there's enough to like yeah I guess my worry with doing that like for me and for my kids we already have like you know the dependent and the alcohol gene on both sides yeah. So I worry like, so this is in one hand, you have like all the natural property and remedy of it, but then isn't that technically like still exposing them to something that could be problematic for them? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I personally have not done tinctures with my kids. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't made any honest. The only tincture I have on hand here is my placenta tincture. Yeah, <laughs> and that is that's a hundred percent proof alcohol because that's what you need to keep it from like going bad. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't really. You'll have to send those to me. The tinctures you're thinking about. Okay. To see, but um. 
I mean, I would think that just like a drop isn't a problem, but I also, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, of all of that, but. I guess I can ask a naturopath too and just be like, hey, so how does this work? Yeah, yeah. Too, like I also get nervous. Like what, what if you're like, I mean, I guess you're not like taking a shot or anything. Well, that's before you drive but like be that much if you're doing yeah. a tincture, if usually a tincture it's a couple drops like even like we take colloidal silver that's uh-huh. considered a type of tincture and like mine I mean it's no more than a teaspoon for adults but like you're just supposed to do like a couple drops you know for the kids yeah. um and so I don't like I don't think that I, I feel like that's like when we were kids and they would just rub some whiskey on your gums when you were t- right like it's not going to make you drunk in any way but right. I know some people frown upon that but I also am just like on such I'm more on the natural side of things and I'm like there's got to be a reason I don't know whiskey is a natural like it comes from natural properties right mm-hmm. so, well, yeah it's so I or, know, like barley like, and I'm stuff always, like God made these things for a reason <laughs> yeah yeah but I get it I get it with the whole thing yeah I I don't know I'd ask a naturopath I guess because I have no clue I don't know I'm not really sure but we use a lot of um we use a lot of oils in our house too Mm -hmm. um so like even even like for a lot I mean for a lot of things I have so many oils that honestly there's some of them that I forget that I even have to help with certain things but that's another, I know some people are very wary of them and I get it. Um, I just know in our house, they work. Um, yeah. It's our coughing and like, we, I personally like revive essential oils. Um, and when my kids are like, if they um, have a cold of any kind or they're coughing, we use the uh, breathe, breathe away. Yes. away. And we, there's an allergy relief one. I actually like the allergy relief one better for my, for when my kids have a cold. Yeah. That, um, are... that one works like immediately. Yeah. I have that in a roller and I'll use yeah. it on the kids back and feet and it's really helpful. Yeah. They say, well, they say like the parts of your body that soak things in the best is putting it on your spine, uh-huh. on your feet on your spine and on your feet are the two major ones. And then we also do the chest, like if it's a breathing thing. Yeah. Um, for fevers, we also do lavender oil. Um, you can't, you're not supposed to do peppermint for kids under eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 12. I think it's eight for peppermint, 12 for eucalyptus. Um, but um, we do it for like peppermint we use on us. I, I guess too, if you have animals, you got to be careful with peppermint. Um, you gotta be careful with any breathing one, I think. Um, but yeah, so we like lavender for that. And then obviously we do our, um, detox baths. That is like a staple in this house. Mm-hmm. I even do them. I do them even when the kids are not sick. Yeah. Just to draw out toxins because toxins are all over the place, right? Like they are all around us. Um, and so I'll do those. And that is just, I do a cup of Epsom salts, um, I do some drops of sometimes it's lavender. Sometimes it's a mixture of the breathe away. Sometimes it's the immunity boost just to get rid of germs. Um, and then why can't I think of it right now? Uh, charcoal. We oh, have okay. Charcoal that comes in pills that you can get on Amazon. 
and um, I open up the fills and pour out the powder and I just sprinkle some of that in the tub because that helps draw out the toxins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just what we do for detox bath and the kids have to sit in it for at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, but we do it all the time. Um, we have digest aid, which helps with their tummy. They say to rub the tummy clockwise if you want to have like tummy issues slow and counterclockwise if you need things to get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we always put those on their tummies, but I don't know. It just, I don't know if it's a mind thing too, but anytime I use oils for certain situations with the kids, I don't know. It just works. Right. But there's also certain situations that I'm like, this just needs to run its course. Like if they got food poisoning, I'm like, okay, there's just some of it that, that just needs to run its course. Mm-hmm. But if it goes further than like the one night, then I'm like, okay, now we need to do something because now they can be dehydrated. Right. So. Yes, yes. You guys do anything else in your house? Um, so no, to be honest, um, we kind of just, oh, well, it's interesting because my husband is such a, like, no medicine person, but I was kind of raised with, if you have any signs of anything, take something for it. Like, I probably have such a terrible immune system because of the amount of antibiotics I was on from childhood to, like, 25 years old um so now I'm very like antibiotics are always last resort natural is always first um so outside of just trying to keep the best thing with Kennedy is all she eats is fruits and vegetables so that is such a blessing for us because for her she pretty much it like is eating the best out of all of us but yeah I just try to hydrate um I'm creating I'm making the garlic right now but I actually did um I made a I don't know what you would call it I guess who's like an immunity shot where in the blender I did whole lemons whole garlic um whole ginger, turmeric, black pepper for the turmeric and blended it all up and then strained it out. And so for a while I was taking that as a shot every morning. And then the pulp and stuff that I had left, I made into ice cubes so that I could throw them in tea if we're not feeling good. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall just those things, baths, we always do the baths. Um, and oils. That's what we that's what we do on hand. There's a couple of things like I talked about today that I'm going to be incorporating for this season. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, just, just those things. Um, I just thought about something. We also make apple cider vinegar ourselves. Um, Ooh, how do you do that? So it's actually really easy. You just take the extras of an apple. So like if you're going to eat an apple, you just take the skin and the core and you throw it into a jar like fill up the jar as much so I usually just get like a mason jar size fill it Mm -hmm. up as much as possible and then for every cup of water that you use you do um, a tablespoon of sugar 
So mm. you mix all that together. I think the jar took about three cups of water. So three tablespoons of sugar, mix all that together, pour it in there, and you have to let it sit for a month before mm-hmm. it to start getting used. And then once you are ready to use it, you strain out all the apple pieces. Um, and I use like a, um, I forget, like one of those glass, it's a heavy glass weight that goes in the jar. Mm-hmm. I use those, you can get them on Amazon. And I put that to keep all the apple stuff down. So it doesn't like, I don't know, just to help with like the air and the fermentation process and everything. Um, I guess they use them like whenever you do anything with a mason jar for fermentation, you want to use the, oh, okay. the glass weight. Um, and then after a month, you just strain out all the apple stuff and you can keep the apple cider vinegar. I just cover it and I put it in my fridge. And then before I use it, I'll just shake it. It is potent. It is nice. strong. Uh, Brant uses it. Brant's been using it a lot, actually. Like he used it last night to make some apple he made like an apple salad, so he just like sliced up apples and put a little bit of that on it. Um, he'll use it when he's cooking meat, like he'll spray his meat with the um, apple cider vinegar, and sometimes we just take like a teaspoon of it. Um, the other thing that I found recently, which this is up to everybody, I've just gone to the point where I'm really over having to take my kids to see doctors because the bills are always ridiculous, even though we have insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's a certain level of being careful with this, <laughs> like, but we, I've gotten natural eardrops because I'm over antibiotics and mm-hmm. I'm having to go see the doctor. And so we were at a moment where Koa was like dealing with his ears. He feels immediately when any small thing happens with his ear, he feels it immediately. So even right. that's the pressure changing a little bit. Um, and so he was like, there was a moment that we had to go to the doctor back to back three weeks in a row. Um, they wouldn't just let it like, be like, okay, the antibiotic didn't work. We need to order a new one. No, I had to keep taking him in there to get looked at by the doctor. And I ended up getting my own natural eardrops. I did a lot of research before I chose these. Um, and again, this is up to everybody. There's some people like, there's no way you should do that because your ear could get worse, which if my kid was like, my ear hurts and then we try to do this and then like in a couple of days like he's still like oh my god my ear hurts then I take him to the doctor you know but right um I used it on my ear when my ear was hurting and it worked and it worked on Kylia's ear and so um but it is ear be well and I got it on Amazon it's our herbal dietary supplement it has lean flower oil Oh, okay. Um, but it is a set. So it comes with a dropper that you put some drops into water and you have to drink it um, because it is a, a, it's a, what do you call it? Like a immunity, like it's good for your immune system. Um, uh-huh. and your lymphatic, your lymphatic and immune, um, the lymphatic and immune herbs go to your inner ear, you know? So oh, okay. Uh, so you drop it in water. It tells you how much to do for kids, infants, adults, and you drink the water. And then there's also a dropper that goes straight into the ear. And it's the stuff that you see people talk about. Like, have you ever heard of people crushing up garlics to make garlic oil, like olive oil and garlics, cooking it in a, in a pan mm-hmm. um, and then putting it in a cloth and just putting that up to your ear to draw out the, um, the like liquid in your ear. Have you ever heard of mm-hmm. that? Yes, so I have. This 
is garlic oil. It's oh, okay. garlic, witch hazel bark, um, calendula flower, malene flower, olive oil, um, and vitamin E. Um, nice. And then it also has red root. I don't know how to say that. Echinacea. Echinacea. Um, it is echinacea. Okay, yeah, that one. Um, baptisia root. Mm-hmm. And all of that's in there. So if you look okay. up all that stuff and like you looked up if you had an ear infection, like that stuff pops up anyway to use. So we got it because it's a set. One goes in your ear and the other one you drink. And you're supposed to do it together to help. Um, and so that's another thing um, that we like to do here. And sometimes pineapple juice as well. Oh, and, nice. Uh, like fresh pineapple juice helps with coughs too. Good. Good, good, good. I mean, and we just use remedies for, like, stuff that's not major. You Mm -hmm. know? If it's awful, then we're like, okay, I need to go see somebody. (laughs) Right. But, like, I'm not, like, one of those naturopaths where I'm like, okay, everything we're doing is natural. doesn't matter. Even if we're, like, on our deathbed. (laughs) Right. I'm still going to go see a doctor, but... um, yeah, no. So anyway, I just thought sharing some natural home remedies would be helpful because I know we're going into fall and winter will be right after that. And that is sick season. And I know a lot of kids have been sick because now they're back together um, and all the germs that are floating around. So I thought it would be good to kind of share some home remedies to kind of help with just mild things that you're dealing with at home. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for that. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Remember if there's anything you want us to talk about or anything you want to share with us, we also have an Instagram, all the things with C and B and uh, thanks for listening, supporting and all of the great things. We'll talk to you later. Have a great week. Yes. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.